talking about libido at midlife and specifically what that looks and feels like through the female gaze and not the male gaze, and also how you can cultivate and embrace your very own sense of sexiness, sensuality, aliveness and radiance as an iconic older woman. This is part four of a series and if you haven't caught up with the previous three episodes here's an invitation for you to dive back into those because I talk about your libido as a hidden superpower how what gets in the way of you reclaiming your sexy at midlife and also breaking free from the male gaze hey my name is Star Monroe and this is the Star Monroe show each week I talk about all things reinvention confidence relationships and sex at midlife and today I'm going to be diving into what does it mean to be a dangerous woman who owns her sexuality in midlife and also giving you some tricks and tips on how you can start cultivating that straight away. And then I will be sharing an exclusive invitation for you to come and join me on The Love Affair if you are ready to deepen the connection with your body and reignite your libido, your way in midlife. So who is a dangerous woman in midlife. Well, she is a woman who has nothing to prove to anyone. And how do you get to that point of being a woman who has nothing to prove to anyone? Well, you are committed to knowing who you are and why you are doing the things you do, and then committed to also course correcting when you are making choices that are not aligned with your higher self or your best version of yourself. You are committed to communicating on a more conscious level with people. So you respond rather than react. And you also know who you are and you know what you want. You you are claiming your desires. There's something very, very potent and powerful about an older woman who claims her desires because we're bucking the trends of the status quo that says it's game over for us older women it's you know life is over forget about it you're invisible and I'm here to remind you that no you are not invisible it is up to you to take up the space it is up to you to reconnect to your deep desires the yearnings the longings that are bubbling away in your soul you have to be willing to listen to to them and then have the boldness and courage to go out there and pursue them. A dangerous woman of midlife is a woman who is in control of her own joy and pleasure. And actually what she does, she prioritizes her pleasure. She knows that she is not here to just survive her one and only glorious life. She's here to thrive in this one and only glorious life. She's not waiting around for permission for someone to tell her, it's okay for you to do that. You can wear that. No, you look okay. She is out there giving herself permission to do what she wants every day day that frees up so much so much energy when you give yourself permission to follow what is lighting you up 
She's not waiting around for validation to feel confident, lovable, appreciated, because she gives that to herself through her choices and actions on the daily. This is not something that you get to do every now and then. This is a lifestyle. This is what I'm here to open the portal up for you to live a lifestyle that really celebrates who you are at your very core level. And because a dangerous woman in midlife embraces her desires, I've already said that, she's extracting herself from societal norms and what it means to be an older woman. And that is liberation, my friends. That is freedom. That gives the woman the space, the what is it, the fortitude to go out there and keep pursuing what lights her up. She takes up space. She's not hiding. She doesn't feel invisible because she sees herself. Uh, a while back on one of my podcasts, I talked about what women need need and what we all need we need to be seen we need to be heard we need to be validated and we need to be fucking celebrated and yet yes we need that from other people but it starts and ends with ourselves too if we don't see ourselves if we don't hear ourselves if we do not validate and celebrate ourselves then how the fuck can we expect that to happen on the outside world too so it's an inside and an outside job too and here's a little side note Find the people that listen to you. Find the people that hear you. Do not hang around with people that collude over what's wrong with you or what's wrong with them. Because what that does, it pulls you down into a spiral of despair. And at that level of frequency, nothing changes. You want to be around people that lift you up, that point you or pull you into uh, living aligned with your higher self, your best version of yourself. A dangerous woman owns who she is. And because of this, she's authentic. She continuously do the, does the work. And this is why she becomes this visible, iconic older woman. She shines like an absolute supernova. And it's literally your head will turn when you see an older woman who embraces who she is, who she stands differently, her posture is aligned. Her body moves differently. She, the way she expresses herself out into our world, it catches your eye. And don't you want to be this woman? As I always say, we get one life. Don't live it playing small. Don't live it hiding. I've told this story before. So there, there is no shade if you feel like, oh, I need to hide or I'm playing small. I've been there and I found myself there eight years ago, not knowing who I was. And it was so uncomfortable. And what I did by living in that space, it made it harder for me to make any choices. I lived in my head. I'm going to be talking more about that in a minute. I lived in my head. I self-doubted myself. I was full of overwhelm. I woke up every morning with anxiety. And although it was comfortable, it was uncomfortable. And to get out um, and live a different life for ourselves where we are really aligned with our soul. I'm a real kind of soul woman. Live with our souls. We have to step very gently and mindfully out of our comfort zone and into an uncomfortable zone. And this, again, is why you need to be surrounded by people, women that are doing the same, because it is... It is challenging. I'm never going to mollycoddle this or pull the wool over your eyes. It's challenging and you need to be supported as you do this. 
A dangerous woman in midlife, she's not afraid to ask for what she wants in business, life, and the bedroom, and this makes her highly magnetic. But here's the real kicker. The dangerous woman owns her power, owns herself in every aspect of her life, and because of that, she takes risks. She goes after her dreams, and by doing so, because self-worth is an action. I get it, and again, I've done another podcast on this, that we are all inherently worthy and yet over a period of our lives if we've been making choices and actions that do not support our self-worth then our self-worth gets corroded and eroded and what we need to do is do things differently so we can rebuild and cultivate the robustness of our self-worth to remind ourselves that we are worthy it doesn't just happen by saying i am worthy to yourself in the fucking mirror this is why i say affirmation they do not fucking work if you are not doing the inner work if you are not showing up for yourself keeping the promises that you say to yourself you are going to erode and corrode your self-worth and you need to be fortifying the fuck out of who you are if you are a woman like me who wants to live a bold this word keeps coming up for me right now brazen bodacious brilliant life so the million dollar question is how the fuck do you get to a place where you are this dangerous woman who has nothing to prove who knows who she is knows where she's going she's claiming her desires she's living a life i want to add a side note before i go into doing that and i want to add a side note around desires you will have longings yearnings uh, you will have things that are pulling you towards them in your life And yet, there's an invitation for you to look at this as that is not a destination. That is a door that you need to walk through and experience and experiment and grow by walking through that door. And trust me, because life is ever evolving, life is unpredictable, uncertain, it is highly chaotic, that as you walk through that door of that desire, I will guarantee you another desire will present itself to you and ask you to step up and elevate and grow and so on and so forth. And this will not ever stop until the day you pop your clogs. And yet in this process is why I say life is a journey. It's not about destination living. It's about embracing the journey and riding it like a wild motherfucking stallion. See, I went off off course. Let's come back. So where I was with my question is like, how do you, you know, you might be going, well, how do I become a dangerous woman? How do I own my iconic status in midlife? Well, first of all, the first thing that you have to do is you have to step into and embrace the lifestyle of being awakened and aware awakened and aware you've got to be dedicated to knowing who you are and why you do the things you do because unless you are dedicated to knowing who you are and curious about why you do the things you do you won't ever change you won't ever change yeah you can do another course or read another self-help book and what that tends to do though if you don't go deep enough is it just passes over the fucking cracks And yeah, you might pursue this for like two, three months or maybe one week or even six months. But unless you get really down to the core of who you are, you understand your core wounding. I talk a lot about reparenting your wounded inner child and really welcoming home all these 
least unevolved parts of our psyche because unless you do, they will run the fucking show. You you will, this is what you want to be doing. You want to be doing the deep work of really understanding why you do the things you do. And yeah, you may mean that you work with someone like me, a therapist, a coach, a guide that can really mirror back to you what is going on. And then when you know why you do the things you do, you've got to be prepared. This is where my soul lessons come in. You've got to be prepared to cultivate the skill, the art of discipline and course correct yourself when you feel misaligned with your highest, best self. How do you know you're misaligned? This is a good fucking question. You will feel anxious. You will probably wake up in the middle of the night ruminating over things. You may not even be able to go to sleep because you're ruminating over things. You will feel a constant self of overwhelm. You will be resorting to the easiest forms of coping with life. That might be drinking, uh, spending money, swiping left or right on Tinder. You might be eating. So there'll be lots of weird and funky wonky ways of coping with how you're feeling there will be an immense amount of self-doubt this is when you know you are misaligned with your soul with your higher self so you've got to be prepared to cultivate the skill of discipline of course correcting and that course correcting is a daily fucking practice you know this awakened awareness is a daily motherfucking practice I will urge you not to fall asleep at the wheel of your life. It is important for you to keep your eyes wide open. Is there a movie with that, eyes wide open, or is it eyes wide shut? I kind of feel like there's something with Nicole Kidman or Tom Cruise. Anyway, let's go back to how do you embrace and cultivate your inner dangerous woman at midlife. Rhythm. So awakened awareness is one of my soul lessons. Rhythm is one of my soul lessons. I have seven soul lessons that I teach and guide my clients through. And it is a whole shift in how you show up for yourself in life. There is a rhythm to life. There is a rhythm to nature. There is a rhythm to the seasons, winter, spring, summer, autumn. And there is a unique rhythm to you. Yet if you are always running around, if you're always over committing yourself, if you never gift yourself the space to down tools, to stop, to pause, to reflect, to contemplate who you are and where you're going. And I don't mean that you sit every day and navel gaze, just, you know, every, maybe check in every morning, check in every evening and just ask yourself, how am I? What do I need? Just those beautiful questions. How am I? What do I need? Will open up the portals to you deepening your relationship with yourself and for you to come back home to your rhythm, to your rhythm. You have a unique rhythm. Yeah. You know, right now I'm recording this. I'm in LA and I've been here for a week and I'm completely out of my own rhythm. And I just did like a story on my Instagram and I was just saying, like, my body is in this fight and flight. Uh, there was a hurricane coming into town yesterday, which is a very unusual uh, sort of circumstance, which ended up being heavy rain. And yet, it's you know, I'm absorbed by the energy of this place and it feels like it felt 
it feels very much like how COVID was. Everyone's putting the fear of God into you. This is going to be a disaster of epic proportions. You need to go in. You need to hide. You need to do this. You need to do that. And what I realized yesterday, I was so tired, and I don't normally get this tired when I visit LA. I had to go to bed really early at 5.30 and just snuggle up into bed and get my sleep on. Because what I realized is my body was in this fight flight and I was in this kind of constant anxious feeling. My body, nothing, I wasn't holding any food in my body. I was just like pooping it out, probably too much information for you. But this is what our bodies do, you know, when we are in this fight and flight. And you need to extract yourself from the matrix, from everybody else's idea of how you live your life. And you need to be willing to cultivate your own rhythm, to find your own rhythm. Your body knows it, but yet it will take time to find your own rhythm because if you are hooked on everybody else's way of living your life, remember what I said of a a dangerous woman doesn't need permission or validation from external sources. She gives that to herself. So it takes time. One, you have to have awakened awareness and realize what you're doing. And then two, you have to be willing to course correct and go, actually, this doesn't work for me. This is what my body wants. And this is the deeper meaning of rhythm. So as you're finding your own rhythm, what you're doing is you're deepening the connection with your body. Now, your body is your friend she's your consort she's your wise and faithful friend and you cannot cultivate a deeper relationship with your body which is all about the journey for you to tune into your libido at midlife and as an older woman an iconic older woman you've got to give yourself the space you've got to be willing to slow down you've got to be willing to look at things through curious compassionate eyes and as you do this as you find your own rhythm you stop reacting to life, life circumstances, life's events, and you start choosing your response. Just listen to that sentence on its own. You stop reacting and you get to choose your response. Can you feel how powerful that is? And that really is a sign that you're stepping into maturity as an iconic older woman, iconic dangerous woman. I love it. I love it. So as I said, you deepen the connection through this with your body and your body holds all the wisdom that you will ever need. And your body has this deep knowing. It holds your intuition. It has, in my world, you have seven wisdom centers of the body. And when you live in your head, when you are stressed out, when you're running around, when you're overcommitting yourself, when you're in this constant fight, flight, response, reaction to life, you will live in your head. And yet your body is where your power resides. It's where your wisdom resides. And so there's an invitation today for you to get really curious about what and how can you do to start to deepen the connection with your body? And there are so many different embodiment techniques. And again, I would add a little caveat onto this is that these these techniques, let me get, let me just reel some off for you. Like they could be self-touch, like self-massage, could be breath work, movement. 
playing with life, like tuning into your inner child and playing and skipping, could be flirting. Flirting doesn't have to be sexual. It could be just that you're more open when you're moving out through the world. You're saying hello to people. You're starting conversations. You just feel a little bit more free and alive. It could be mirror work, could be dressing your body in gorgeous clothes. It could be undressing your body from gorgeous clothes or walking around naked. Yet all these techniques that I suggest, that they are not a to-do. It's not like, oh, well, today I did my mirror work and yes, that is it. I've done my embodiment techniques. I've connected with my body and I'm going to go back into my world and your world is fast-paced, over-committing, stressed out. It won't work. It won't work. It's You have to look at the big picture of how you're moving through your life and be willing to slow down and get really curious about the rhythm your body is asking you to move at. Knowing your own rhythm, cultivating your own rhythm will give you, it, it literally, I'm trying, I'm visual, so it's like I'm trying to explain what I'm saying. It will literally break down any titanium walls that you are holding around yourself and you will be kind of liberated and more open up to your body. And your body is where your pleasure resides. It's where your sensuality, your sexuality resides. And always when I'm talking about this, I'm not talking from the male gaze. We have all been indoctrinated to look at our bodies, sex, intimacy, relationships through the male gaze. I'm always talking through the female gaze. And again, if you haven't genned up on the female gaze, go back and check out my previous podcast episodes because I talk deeply about this. Through connecting with your body, through connecting with your body and realizing this is not just a to-do list. I don't just rest and then I'm done and I can move on. It's a lifestyle. You are heightening the connection with your primal instinctual nature that resides actually in your pelvic area. Uh, it's one of your wisdom centers of your body and that contains the area or where your womb and your vagina is. Um, and it also contains the area where your anus is. And did you know that your anus is actually connected all the way through to your mouth muscles? They're all sphincter muscles. So as you tighten up, you get stressed out, and you know, you tighten up your jaw and your mouth, you're actually tightening up your anus and then your vagina and what that does because you have your whole chakra system coming up from the base to the crown of your head you stop the energy flow through your body your body starts to become rigid this then affects your connective tissue which you have 32 33 layers that weave and wrap around your whole body and so when you're going oh my god i'm so stressed my body feels so tight i feel so rigid your body is a representation of you and how you're moving through the world. And, you know, we want to have this flow. We, and I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm like moving on my chair right now, moving my pelvis. And there's an invitation for you to move and express and move your arms around and oh, deep, deep breath in and sigh out. Like this is what your body wants. Your body wants more space. She wants to be able to express herself. I mean, how many times I was just working with a client this morning and she says, for so many years, I did not feel safe to express how 
I felt, and this has been repressed in me. And we're doing deep work right now on her body system to be able to feel safe to express herself. And she actually said, I went to the beach this morning and way before anyone else got up and I walked along the shoreline and I screamed and I shouted and I was grabbing rocks off from the beach and throwing them into the sea. And I'm just like, yes, fuck yes. This is how we start to channel our anger and and our repressed feelings. You have to learn how to move them through you and divest divest yourself of them because otherwise you are going to carry them that shit around in your body and it will cling to your body and this is why you may be feeling heavy lethargic in life and what i know to be true for you when you do this work when you do this body work when you come back home to yourself you reconnect with yourself your aliveness your radiance you wake yourself up (laughs) If you listen to me, you can hear how passionate I am about this because I know I have worked with bodies for so long. I always think I've worked with dead bodies for so long. It's not. I've worked with alive bodies for so long. And, you know, when I had a Pilates studio and women and men hold their bodies so rigidly and tightly and it's like, oh, my God, if I let go, everything's going to fall apart or I'm going to do something I shouldn't do. And it's like you have to learn how to cultivate this safety within your body so you can express yourself. Your body wants to express herself in such wild and wonderful ways and this this all knocks on to your libido, your aliveness, your sexuality, your sensuality. A woman who owns her libido, who is mm, she's embodied in her libido she will saunter through the fucking world she is just mm, she's oh you just know so you deepen by connecting with your body you know and you this is you've got to stop looking at your body like she's a fucking problem your body is not a fucking problem your body is the fucking solution You've got to stop looking at your body as she's a problem. That's the male gaze. That's the patriarchy. That's the fucking capitalistic society that has fucking brainwashed you to believe there is something wrong with your fucking body. There is nothing wrong with your body. Yet you're the one who has to stand up and declare to the world like, oh, I have lived my life hating this body and where's it got me? This is exactly what I did. I got to the age of 40 and realized, fuck, I have destroyed my life through the hate of myself and my body. I've run, numbed, exited out, denied who I really was. And that led me to three mental breakdowns, addictions to fucking cocaine, alcohol, spending money, shitty fucking abusive relationships. And there is another way. And here's the fucking deal. At midlife, we are no longer young. We do not have that on our side. We have no longer have youth and we are getting older. You are here to do the fucking work on yourself so you stop repeating these shitty fucking habits that keep you playing small and stuck in your fucking head. There is another way. And it is, it's about connecting with your body, your primal instincts, your wisdom centers of your body, your intuition and your deep fucking knowing. Your bones fucking know what is right for you. Your bones know. It is the structure that holds up your fucking body. If you did not have your skeleton, you would fall on the floor in a pile of jelly. Your skeleton is so important. It is this willingness to look 
at yourself, at your body, at libido, at your sexuality and your sensuality through such a fucking different lens. And can you hear what I'm saying is like sexy is, you've got to question sexy because it comes from the male gaze. Sexy to me means fully inhabiting my body however she is right now. Sexy for me means I adorn my body. I take good care of of her. I put my wellness first. I rest. I don't drink too much. Or if I drink too much, then I know that I've got to be able to handle the consequences. I've got to get my sleep on. I've got to go to the gym. I've got to feed her good foods. I've got to touch her in loving ways. It's about you learning how to come back home, So you can get yourself out of the fact that sexual, sexual energy or being sexual is all about coming. It's all about that penetrative goal. It's all about the explosion, the destination. And it's not, it's about you coming back home so you can cultivate sexual energy within your body and circle it around and around and around your body and use it as fucking fuel for your life. Use it as energy. Use it as radiance. Use it as this fucking aliveness. This, your body is your GPS. Your body is your fucking GPS. And when you learn how to connect with her, you will stop listening to the outside noise and rely on your wisdom to guide yourself. That's a dangerous woman. She's got nothing to prove. She doesn't need anything from anyone. Doesn't stop her asking. She always asks for what she needs, though. You know, she doesn't need that validation. She doesn't need that permission. And yet she will go out there and ask for support and guidance as and when she needs it. And yet she knows she will take on that support and guidance and always run it through her seven wisdom centers of her body and see if it aligns with her and what's right for her. You, by doing this, you are deepening the connection to you, your body, your seasons of your life and your soul. Remember, becoming a dangerous woman in the life is, it's a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery. And this word keeps coming up for me right now. It's, it's, it's an experiment. Isn't life just one big experiment after experiment after experiment? It's all about, and as you experiment, what you're learning to do is learning how you can embrace more of you, learning how you can own and fulfill more of your desires, your longings, your yearnings. And as you are doing that, it's all like a domino effect, you cultivate the bravery and the bodaciousness and the brazenness to live life on your terms. If my words, if my passion, if my wisdom inspires and wakes something up in your soul and your body and you are ready to look at your body, your sexuality, your libido, your aliveness through a different lens, then here is my cordial invitation for you to come and join us on The Love Affair. We start on the 9th of September and this is a 30-day experiment where you play and frolic in dating yourself, making yourself a priority and learning how to deepen the connection with your body so you can turn yourself on, put your pleasure 
first. And so you can learn and cultivate the skills to become this dangerous woman who moves through midlife and in and beyond, beyond into the years, into her years of her life. If this resonates with you, then sashay down into the show notes. I put all the links there. And of course, if you love what I'm sharing, come over onto Instagram or TikTok. Instagram, I'm Ms. MS Star Monroe. And on TikTok, I'm Star Monroe. Until next time, see you soon.